Hello, everybody. Um, I am having an intense week of anxiety. I hope your week's going better than mine. Whew. Sometimes it's like I have good reasons to be anxious, and sometimes it's like I don't even know if my reasons are valid or not. Um, just a constant battle. Anyways, um, I had a really hard time deciding what to talk about this week. So please feel free to send in ideas. Um, some things I was thinking about talking about were boundaries, setting boundaries, um, finishing your creative projects, having too many ideas, um, which I've talked about a little bit in other videos. There was a few other things. Um, limiting beliefs, being worried about like your family judging what you, you put out there. Um, if any of that resonates, leave a comment and let me know. But what I decided to go with was how to unlock your full potential as an INFJ or INFP. Um, obviously this is something I'm still working on, um, but I put a lot of work into figuring it out. So maybe this will help some people. Um, one thing I feel like is like when we're trying to get something done, we feel like we have to work on it harder and spend more time working on it. Like we're not doing enough. If we're not getting there, it's because we're not doing enough. And the idea that I want to volunteer is do the opposite. Um, if you're just pushing harder and harder and harder and it's still not getting done, obviously that doesn't work. So just try relaxing instead. Um, sometimes when you kind of like do the opposite, things just kind of come together. So yeah, just like you can only push yourself so hard. And I think we get into these patterns where we think if it's not working, it's because we're not doing enough. Um, but we can't really use our intuition when we're overthinking. We can't really um, like let our subconscious work if we're actively engaged in a problem. When you just like take a break and go for a walk and go for a drive, sometimes that's when your best ideas are gonna come to you. Um, so if you're trying something and it's not working, instead of just trying harder, um, try letting go a little bit. Um, there's kind of a difference with INFJs and INFPs where Js, we like to have a plan, we like to have things ironed out. Ps like to be more loose and open, but I think meeting in the middle sort of can be good for both of us. Um, so the Js, sometimes we over plan. We plan so hard, we like, we spend so much energy planning our projects, we don't actually get them done. Um, so my advice for the J's is to have some free time, like give yourself some time to just, your mind, some time to just wander, just relax a little bit. Um, something that helps J's do that is to plan unstructured time. So you're, you're at least planning the block of time that you're going to do nothing. Um, 
that kind of helps us because we're still planning something. Um, the peas don't like structure as much. They like to keep things more open-ended, um, but that can keep them from getting things done. Sometimes peas need a deadline to force them to work on something or to get something done. Um, so my advice for peas is to try a little bit of structure. Um, like set a timer for just an hour and just say, I'm going to work on this for an hour. Um, so just like scheduling time in to have a little bit of structure um, for whatever you need to get done. You know, it can just be like a 30 minute timer. It doesn't have to be long. Um, another thing I wanted to mention was, I don't know if everyone does this, but I do this. Um, like for example, like say I'm thinking about how much I like flowers. Then I go down this rabbit hole of like, well, maybe I should be a florist and what do I need to learn? What book should I read or what class should I take? Um, I kind of get stuck on this idea of like doing things right. Um, and then I kind of like lose the enjoyment in it. Liking flowers doesn't mean you should go be a florist. <laughs> I don't know if this is just me. I feel crazy if, if everyone else is like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but, um, it's like, I'm tr like, say I'm trying to decide what I want to, what I want to do for a career. I'm thinking about how I like flowers. I decide that means I want to be a florist. We, I'm deciding on the destination and then I'm figuring out how to get there. I think it's a lot more helpful to work backwards instead of deciding on the destination you're trying to get to, just like meander, say, I like flowers. <laughs> and then be like, maybe I'll go to the flower store and pick something out. And then maybe that flower gets sick and you learn how to take care of it. And you know, maybe that leads you down some other random path that isn't, has nothing to do with being a florist. Um, but I think INFJs especially, we kind of like look too far ahead and we decide on the destination instead of using it as like a, a more subtle clue, we take it too literally. We take these hints and clues too literally and, and we kind of blow them out of proportion. So um, instead of deciding where you're going, just like kind of take the meandering path like oh that flower is interesting I'm gonna go look at that flower and then maybe a bird flies by and you're like well now I'm interested in the bird I'm gonna go follow the bird now um, so just doing that with life <laughs> I hope that's not too abstract um, I'm struggling I'm struggling this week with articulating things um, okay so 
I want to talk about our gifts because we spent our whole lives having our gifts invalidated. Our strengths are intuition and feeling. Those gifts are invalidated all the time. Society sends us this message that those gifts are not valued. So we've learned not to listen to our intuition and we've learned to think through problems instead of feel through them. Um, like, you know, when we're kids, we could pick up on things. We, I'm sure people are going to have stories about picking up on things that like nobody wanted anyone to say out loud. Like, why is Aunt Janet mad at Uncle Mike? And then everyone acts shocked and mad at you because they're all pretending nothing's wrong, but Uncle Mike cheated on Aunt Janet or whatever. Like we pick up on vibes. And when we, when we said it out loud, everyone acted like we were doing something wrong. And so we kind of like just learned to keep it quiet. Um, we learned nobody wanted to hear what we were observing. Um, so it takes time to reconnect with that part of ourselves and, and the thinking versus feeling too, like, um, like I'm looking for apartments right now and I feel like the mainstream way to find an apartment is to think logically. How many bedrooms do you need? What's your budget? Um, what amenities are you looking for? And the, the way I really want to find an apartment is I just want to see what feels right. Like, what's the vibe? Um, I don't care how many bedrooms it has. I care about, like, the feeling I get when I'm there. Um, and we've learned that that's kind of crazy and irresponsible and, like, well, what if, what if that you feel like you want an apartment that's too expensive? Um, I mean, I'm, don't go crazy, but I feel like if you just pick what feels good to you, things have a habit of working out. Um, the place I am now was too expensive, and I've been fine. I've been able to afford it. Um, things just panned out. So, yeah. Um, the thing is, like, if you're... If you're in a place that feels good, then you're going to be able to focus on working and making money a lot easier. Um, so, feeling through things is another thing we've kind of learned to turn off. We've stopped listening to how things make us feel. Um, so, just getting in touch with those things again and validating that those are a strength. They're not a weakness. And value it, in value it for yourself. Um, like we doubt ourselves so much because the world doubts those gifts. Um, so just like when you're questioning yourself or you have doubts, just being like, well, I know that I have good intuition and I know that I feel through things better than think through them. And just keep coming back to that and and acknowledging that that's a strength and not a weakness, um, I think is important. 
uh, as far as how we operate as empaths, um, I feel like there's also different gifts in that realm. Some of us are good at at working with plants. We can tell like when a plant is sick, how to make it better. Some of us are not good with plants. Um, some of us are really good with animals. Animals um, really connect with us. We're really good at training animals or knowing when an animal is sick or animals just gravitate to us when they don't normally gravitate to other people. Um, and some of us are good with people and knowing knowing how people feel and knowing what people are struggling with even if they don't really say it out loud um i i want to be good at like all of it <laughs> like i want to learn i'm not really sure what my strength is um i've always loved animals i've always been bad with plants but i'm trying to get better um that's another thing where it's like, use your intuition and trust it. Um, you know, maybe you're bad with plants because you you haven't listened to your intuition so far. But um, a lot of people are kind of lost on what their gifts are. And I think for that, I would just say, like, think back to your childhood because all of these patterns were less ingrained then. Um, just think back to your childhood and think like, well, as a kid, was I good with plants? Was I good with animals? Was I good with people? I think that can be a good starting point. Um, another thing I have here is focusing on habits instead of goals. Um, Goals are kind of overwhelming, like say you want to lose 50 pounds or something and that's your goal, then you either get overwhelmed and you don't accomplish your goal or maybe you accomplish your goal, but I feel like to do that, like the, the other parts of your life are going to get unbalanced. It's easy to be so focused on a goal that like you kind of neglect other things like your relationships or just eating like exercising instead of eating healthy um just be careful about how big you make your goals um i think it helps instead of having a an end goal is to just have a habit that's going to nurture that goal so if your goal is to lose 50 pounds, just turning that into a habit of, well, let me just try to eat a healthy breakfast. Hopefully I'll eat a healthy lunch and dinner, but no matter what, at least I want to start with a healthy breakfast. That's the habit. Um, that feels way easier than like, I want to lose 50 pounds. I need to go to the gym every day and eat this many calories a day. Um, our energy gets drained very easily. And maybe that works for some people, I'm, but if you're struggling with setting goals like that, I think it's doable, but you, you just have to devote so much energy to that that you're going to feel drained when you need energy for other things. Um, so I think by making it a habit, an easy habit, um, 
it just conserves more of your energy. Another thing is um, to just think of, like when you're stuck, just think of yourself as like a vessel. Um, just kind of take the you out of it, if that makes sense. Um, like if, you, if, you're, if you're working on something and you're stuck, you don't know what to do next, just take a break. Like, use your subconscious. Like, assign that problem to your subconscious. Take a break, go do something else, and let your subconscious work on the problem for a while. Or, um, sometimes it's really nice to just say, like, I'm going to start a timer and start writing, but I don't know what I'm going to write. Or, I'm going to start a timer and start drawing, but I don't know what I'm going to draw. Um, just kind of like letting go and letting whatever wants to come through you come um, and not being attached to like what it is or how it turns out or any of that. I think starting the day on a good note is also important. Um, if you can just kind of like load your morning with good nurturing self-care type of stuff. Um, that's going to help the rest of your day go way better. So that could be drinking a cup of tea or writing in a journal, um, meditating, stretching. I think if you, if you don't start your day on a good note, you're going to try to get some of that stuff done at some point and then there's going to be so many times the day just gets away from you. You run out of time, you run out of energy, it doesn't happen. So if you just make the first thing you do in the morning just something good for you and nurturing, then no matter what else happens that day, you at least did something good. You did something that made you feel good. Um, and that... The rest of your day is more likely to go well, but even if it doesn't, you can still feel good that you at least did that one thing. Um, we also need a lot of rest and alone time. We need to eat, we need to sleep, we need to rest, we need to be alone. We absorb other people's emotions. We are constantly taking in a ton of information. We're not even aware of all the information we're taking in. That's how intuition works. Like, it's like... Our senses are gathering information constantly and then we're looking for patterns in the information and sometimes that's where we get our insights like it's from information that we don't even realize we've taken in but it's someone's tone of voice or someone's expression or you know all kinds of little things are getting added up together in our brain and it's spitting out this pattern that it sees um, it's a lot to process. So just having alone time, like rest is important, but especially if you can like rest alone. Um, if you, if you're, if you are a believer in like energy fields, um, there's a book called the empath survival guide. Is it, I think it's by Judith Orloff. And she's, she talks about how our energy fields are like 12 feet wide and normal people it's like 6 feet or something. So 
whether you believe in that or not, <laughs> like, even if you believe in it metaphorically, it means we're absorbing things from a much wider range. Um, it's, it, it's, it burns us out. Um, so if you're resting and somebody is like a few feet away from you, that's still affecting you. Um, so just like get away, <laughs> like get everyone out of your energy field and rest. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say is journaling. Um, I feel like that's kind of like a way to communicate with your subconscious. Um, it's, it's a great way to just dump everything you're worried about or everything you're trying to think through. It, it kind of feels like I've released it now. I can stop worrying about it. Like my, my subconscious is going to work on it in the background, but there's nothing I can do about it. I've acknowledged it. And once you acknowledge it, it's a lot easier not to let it run your day. Um, it's a good way to get insights. If you do it long enough, you'll, I feel like you'll start to get insights and ideas. Um, but it's also just a great way to like acknowledge what you're worried about. So it can kind of stop running in the front of your brain and kind of take a back seat. Um, so that's everything. I feel like I'm kind of disorganized this week, um, so I apologize for that. But let me know if you have questions or if there's anything else you want me to talk about. Um, and hopefully I'll survive the anxiety and I'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.